Welcome to The Film Files, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of cinema's greatest hits, and sometimes on films a lot less well-known. Today we're diving into the making of the iconic film Noir, The Maltese Falcon. Released in 1941, The Maltese Falcon follows the story of Sam Spade, a private investigator in San Francisco. The story kicks off when Spade and his partner, Miles Archer, are approached by Ruth Wonderly. The plot thickens when Archer is killed, and Wonderly disappears, leaving behind a complex trail of murder, lies, and deceit, all leading to the mysterious Maltese Falcon. The novel, written by Dashiell Hammett, a former Pinkerton detective, served as the foundation for the film. Hammett based his characters on people he had met or worked with during his time as a detective, creating a believable and intriguing narrative. The character of Sam Spade was an idealized version of what most detectives aspire to be. Tough, savvy, and unyielding. Hammett's work is also remarkable for its subtle allusions to homosexuality. Joel Cairo, played by Peter Lorre, is portrayed with an air of effeminacy, and his use of a traditionally feminine perfume, Shipri, is a hint at his possible sexual orientation. Casper Gutman, played by Sidney Greenstreet, has a notably close relationship with Wilmer, referring to him as his gunsel, a term with roots in gay subculture. Before it was the film noir classic we know today, the Maltese Falcon went through multiple iterations. After the initial publication, Warner Brothers quickly bought the film rights and made an adaptation in 1931. However, due to its explicit content, the film was deemed unscreenable under the Motion Picture Production Code. John Huston, making his directorial debut, reimagined The Maltese Falcon, creating a masterfully planned film that stuck closely to the original dialogue of the novel. Huston's meticulous pre-production meant that nearly every line of dialogue was used in the final edit. This careful attention to detail allowed the film to stay within budget and maintain a tight shooting schedule. In a twist of fate, Humphrey Bogart wasn't the first choice for the role of Sam Spade. The character was initially offered to George Raft, who turned it down due to his reluctance to work with an unseasoned director and his contract's prohibition against remakes. He opted for Raoul Walsh's Manpower, a comedy drama that didn't achieve the same level of success. Bogart swiftly accepted the role and went on to redefine the archetype for a film noir detective. The casting process for The Maltese Falcon was meticulous and considered a multitude of talent. Actresses like Ingrid Bergman, Joan Bennett, Geraldine Fitzgerald, and others were up for the role of Bridget. Eventually, the part was offered to Fitzgerald, but she declined. Lee Patrick, initially considered for the role of Iva, ended up portraying Effie. The casting of Casper Gutman presented its own unique challenge. After a careful search, Sidney Greenstreet was suggested by producer Hal Wallace and was screen-tested by Houston. Despite never having appeared on film and being considerably large, Greenstreet impressed with his distinctive laugh, commanding voice, and imposing presence. Principal photography took place from June to July 1941 on the Warner Brothers' backlot. Following a preview screening in September, reshoots were ordered to simplify the opening scene. Cinematographer Arthur Edison, who had a background in Universal's monster films, utilized low-key lighting and dynamic angles to underline the characters' actions and personalities. One scene in particular stands out for its impressive cinematography, the sequence where Gutman unveils the history of the Falcon to Spade. Roger Ebert described this as 
an astonishing unbroken seven-minute take, showcasing Edison's exceptional skill and the meticulous preparation that went into the scene. The setup for this sequence took two days of rehearsal, and any mistake meant starting from scratch. With its stellar cast, detailed direction, and sophisticated cinematography, The Maltese Falcon continues to hold its place as one of the defining films in cinema history. Bogart's unforgettable performance, Houston's deft handling of the intricate plot, all contribute to a film that remains a touchstone in the film noir genre. There is a lot to love about The Maltese Falcon. The cinematography, the performances, the classic lines. There are some great things in here. And yet, I don't love it. Parts of it are undeniably great. Bogart delivering lines like, The stuff that dreams are made of. That is hard to beat. But to be honest, all in all I find the film a bit boring. I know you'll probably disagree with me on this. This ends our deep dive into the making and magic of The Maltese Falcon. We'll be back with another episode soon, exploring more cinematic marvels. Thanks for tuning into The Film Files. Until next time, keep your popcorn ready and your mind open to the wonders of the silver screen.